Aloha, I'm Matt. We are the Yoga Couple. Welcome back to the Inner Work Podcast. It's been a minute. Quite so some time. <laughs> we're really happy to be here and thanks for returning back to the podcast with us after a three-week hiatus. Yeah. My family just left, so... Yes, they were out here for a couple weeks and we just couldn't... We just kept being like, hey, we need to record, we need to record, but it just was not... It wasn't happening. Wasn't and happening. even right now, like we have one hour... Mm-hmm of spare time yeah. because Matthew's about to go on a camping trip and I'm going to go do some photography and for, for work. And, and we have literally, actually we only have 45 minutes and we're, we're going to make it happen. We're sitting here doing a this. podcast with our only spare time. So yeah. we're, we're, committed, you guys. we're committed, we're committed to doing this. We got you. Yeah. So, um, we're really excited to be back and for today's podcast, we have um, an interesting theme we want to talk about. Yeah, speaking of being there for you, okay, so this episode is largely based on, you know, um, some of our most common requests. Common right? requests and pretty much like life theme. Life theme. Yeah, it's, sure. it's what we've been working on for... Yeah, and I guess, yeah, it's the deepest inner work that we do, and that is the topic of... Freedom and addiction. Freedom and addictions, yeah. So we we have built our relationship on this similar foundation that we both want to be ultimately free human beings. Mm-hmm. Because for us, freedom is, is the pathway to happiness, feeling free. True. Yeah, you can't really... I think it was like Tony Robbins who said something like that too, even, you know, like I've heard a lot of motivational people say that they're like, you cannot feel genuine happiness if you do not feel free. Yeah. Like freedom is our innate human Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And if we, even if, even if you're, you know, say at a job or something, if you don't feel the reason why usually people are disgruntled and not happy is because usually if you listen to their argument as to why they're not happy, it's usually comes down to, they don't feel free. Yeah. Because someone can be in that same job, but if they feel like they chose it and they feel like it's their, you know, positive outlook and da 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 da, like they actually feel happy about it. Yeah. So who's free? And that's kind of what we're going to get into today is, is freedom is much more than we think. It's not circumstantial. Wow. You you just, you just went right into that. Well, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then, okay. So there's that, but then we also want to get into, um, addiction because, um, I, I think especially we're going to spend some time on pornography day because, you know, I did some videos on it earlier on the yoga couple on Facebook. If you haven't checked them out, they're also on YouTube and, um, it's a really, really, unfortunately common issue. And we get a lot of feedback and a lot of messages being like, can you maybe talk about that more? Can you guys yeah, share any more addictions, of honestly. Addiction, yeah. More details on that. And then, you know. I think that that one's just very rampant, but yeah, it's it's all addictions these days, you know. So basically, the theme of today's podcast is is how we can experience more joy in our lives through realizing that we are innately free beings and opening ourselves up to that potential of freedom in our lives and the abundance of joy that comes with that freedom. And something that's really interesting is we have this belief that freedom is a very physical manifested thing. Mm, it it's, looks a certain way. Yeah, it's, um, it looks like you have all the money in the world 
It looks like you have all the time in the world. It looks like you can do whatever you want when you want. And I want to really clarify what we have determined freedom to be because it's this wrong belief. I don't want to say wrong belief, but misunderstanding about what true freedom is that keeps us in a state of bondage. And this, (laughs) yeah, the irony, we think like freedom is I'm allowed to do whatever I want, whenever I want, and I should serve all of my wants and desires. And if I serve Mm. all of my wants and desires, that is a um, testimony of my my freedom. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a really good one for for people who may have, have grown up in a family or a culture where they felt really bound by rules. Mm -hmm maybe even religion, where they were told, you know, these are the rules and you have to do A, B, and C. And kind of just feeling a little constricted and trapped in that and then rebelling against that and being like, I'm going to demonstrate my freedom by doing what I actually want to do and not following these rules just because they're rules, right? Right. And I think this is kind of how we started to figure this out. You experienced. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, you know, like... uh... For me, I grew up in uh, Mormon culture, and it's very, very restricting in a lot of ways. Um, you know, not even drinking tea, you know, <laughs> like, and so... Well, you had a misunderstanding about... Yeah, I guess, well, okay, touche. The religion so wasn't restricting, you had a misunderstanding. Yes, so see, there's already like my subconscious yeah. coming through. <laughs> Program. Um, the, there's, how about we just say this, there's a lot of guidelines and rules, and um, if you misinterpret them as a child... Then feel. I feel very bound. Which is, we want to clarify, the, mm-hmm. all of this comes from a misunderstanding. All of our, mm-hmm. all of our feeling of being trapped and, and yeah, all it was this. all in my own head. And to look back on it now, you know, I love those guidelines. I actually think they're very you know, inspired and healthy. So, um, okay, so so let's... you wanted to act out and you wanted oh, to demonstrate how you were free, and and this yes. is how we got into the addiction, which is why I wanted to to, mm-hmm. to talk about this because it's like where does it come from? So by rebelling against you, you had all these rules: don't drink, don't mm-hmm. smoke, don't have premarital, pre-marital sex. sex, don't, 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 don't. 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 And yeah. then what did you go and do as soon as you were old enough? Yeah, it's like, well, I'll show you. Right. I just did everything. Okay, and then he over. And then you tend to overcompensate. Yeah. Think of the teenagers in high school. Here's an easy example too that I think whether people are religious or not, I think most people have an experience of this. Is like you know when you're in high school, why does everyone, why do kids drink so hardcore? You know, it's like because they're not 21, so there's some there's some euphoria that comes out of yeah, doing and something I you're hit not on allowed this. to do. I want to hit on this. But then once the, I remember when I actually when I turned 21, um, I don't know about you. I think you we said that we had the same experience, but then I honestly just was like. Okay, no big deal. No, I want to hand this because I grew up in a family where I wasn't necessarily judged or um, I wasn't disciplined for experimentation. So my parents' theory was you can do whatever you want, but there are consequences for mm-hmm. what you do. And you're going to be the one who suffers those com- consequences. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. You need to decide for yourself. And it was through that freedom of being allowed to do whatever I wanted in a sense and try for myself and figure it out for myself that I actually chose that I didn't want to drink when I was a teenager, even though 
all my friends around me were really into drinking and partying because I had the freedom to make the choice myself. I naturally chose that that was a bad thing to do and I didn't like the consequences or outcome of it. Yeah, because you my saw own. what was happening to your friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's because great. I had the freedom. That's great. Yeah, the irony, right? But Because you, but, as parents, you want to protect, but then there is also a line where, um, you know, like for, for us, we come from extremely polar opposite parenting styles and it's ironic that... Um, mine was very guided, very structured, and it actually pushed me the opposite way. Whereas yours was more laissez-faire, it was very open, and actually you made your own better choices. It's very interesting. So after you started to rebel against these mm-hmm. rules, it kind of the pendulum kind of swung in the, the opposite direction. So you went from like being really in this, following these rules that were, you know, meant to be create a better life for you mm-hmm. and you felt like they weren't your own choice though and you were forced to participate in these roles so as soon as you were in your later teens you started to rebel against that and went the pendulum slung, swung in the opposite direction because then you became overly rambunctious yeah yeah so you started drinking mm-hmm. started smoking started um, yeah, having sex was the biggest no-no, and I was doing that. And you did all of this, and you believed that you were demonstrating... Freedom. Freedom. Yeah, and this is really where the root of the um, the addictions began, because this was my... You know, you have to understand that our mind is going to rationalize. And so I was rationalizing uh, that this was my freedom by demonstrating that I was beyond the rules, even though these rules were actually very good for me. And in reality, my, my desire um, was actually ruling me. Okay. Now this was, this is the irony about freedom is when someone thinks that they can just do whatever they want, you have to understand that that's not actually freedom. So because (laughs) in a lot of ways that, and that actually means that I'm completely manipulated by uh, my desires. In a exactly. lot of ways, um, you know, in religious terms, we say like the tempter or the devil or whatever you want to say is, is you know, conning you in a sense. And in a lot of ways, it's almost like if you look at how you could have manipulated me. You could have said, Matthew, don't, don't, uh, don't do this and don't do that, you know, and then... I would have been like, okay, cool. I'm going to actually go do that to prove to you that I can do that. You know, like, okay, let's say a curfew. Okay, you need to be home by 10 p.m. at night. And I'd be like, okay, whatever. And then I'll purposely come home at 11 or 12 to prove to you that I'll do that what I want. That you're free, yeah. That I'm free. So, you know, don't drink. Okay, I'm going to go secretly go drink because I'm going to just I'm prove free. to you that I can. And, um, and so this actually, though, if you understand what I'm getting at here is I'm actually being controlled by doing your the opposite urges, yeah. of what you're telling me and urge to be free. So in a lot of ways, you can manipulate people and you are actually not free if you are not making these choices consciously and of your own um, you know, true free will in a yeah, sense. Yeah, it's almost right? like our need to rebel is still a part of the programming of being conditioned which is what we were trying to get away from 
So because we're acting out in rebellion, we're responding to the programming that we actually are trying to prove we're not a part of. Mm -hmm. And that responding to that program is still in the program. It's almost like people say, oh, don't talk about that and give it more energy, right? Right. Well, when you are rebelling against something, you're you're perpetuating it. Yeah, you're perpetuating it. You are solidifying that program because you are... You're giving it power. Yeah, you you feel like you have to rebel against it in the first place, which means it still has power over you. Mm -hmm. And um, this is something really interesting because we're talking about drinking, we're talking about you know, premarital sex and stuff. But this applies to everything in life. The need to be successful and wealthy, the need to be seen and have status, um, the need to demonstrate any anything mm-hmm. around our own desires and to our attractive. Our attractive. Be, yeah. They're all these really deep-rooted desires that we think we We have to have to demonstrate our freedom. And in that very belief in itself is a misunderstanding because that is actually the root of our bondage. Exactly. Our need for anything to be in order to feel free is the root of our bondage. Is the root of it. Exactly. So here's the, the conclusion then is... How do you get to a place where true freedom is needing nothing? Yeah, which sounds crazy. Which sounds crazy because it's the opposite of what we've been kind of programmed to think in our Western culture. I mean, look at how we literally drafted it in, say, like the Constitution, right? It's like the pursuit of happiness. You have the right to the pursuit like of happiness. Like we, we have portrayed in our Western culture that you know, the capitalistic consumer concept is that it's a thing to acquire and that, you know, it's actually true freedom is needing nothing. Yeah. So whether it's being successful within the system, whether that's your, mm -hmm. I need to be successful. I need to have status. I need to make X amount of money or whether it's like, I need to to get out of this system. I like, I mean, that was my, let me, cause I always, I always underdog Matt. I always tell his story. She likes to throw me under the yeah, bus. Yeah, I like to throw him under the bus and tell his stories instead of talking <laughs> about my own. But my issue with freedom that I had to realize is I had an obsession with getting out of the system. So some people are um, really bonded to success and um, wanting to make a lot of money. And I never really had this, I want to make a lot of money. But I did have, I want to be Get free. Yeah. yeah, and I thought by opening a business or setting myself up some, for some sort of passive income. I was obsessed for doing that so that I could escape. Mm-hmm. And it was, I thought I could never be happy unless I escaped yeah. working, the system. Working, escaped the system, escaped money. Yeah, like even coming out here to Hawaii was me kind of rebelling. I was like, I have to get out. I have to get mm-hmm. out. I'm not going to be happy until I get out. And then I got here and like, like I'm still in it, you guys. Like yeah. there's no escaping. Like it is what mm-hmm. it is. And I had to really deeply look at my own attachments. Let's use that word, attachments. Um, this deep need. Um, or else I couldn't be happy. And if I need something or else I can't be happy, that means I'm truly not free. Because freedom is a state of being which you just are. Mm-hmm. We're the ones adding these layers and these conditions 
to where we won't feel good unless. Yep. And that is us trapping ourselves. Like we're the ones tying our hands behind our backs. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's great. And, um, you know, freedom is, it's a state of mind because you realize that it is only through controlling our perception of life because there's a lot that is not under our control. And if you accept that, like for example, with Ashley, what she just shared, how many times she tried to escape, you know, Vegas and tried to escape working and tried to escape the system, all this stuff, right? No matter what she tried, it just kept, she just kept being there. And even if I got it for like a little bit, it would end up unraveling Mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. And so, you know, what is that? What was that? showing you know what was the lesson there and it was kind of teaching her to see that it's not the things there's nowhere to go there's nowhere to go there's nothing to get and you're gonna get to hawaii and you're still gonna have the same problems the same inner work is gonna have to happen you can have everything we want guys but if you don't do the inner work you're still gonna feel and the reason why is because as soon as your conditions change from your ideal you can just look at who you become and what happens to you and that's how you know this is still something you need to work with Mm -hmm. because if anything is taken from you that you think you need in order to be happy does Gollum come out who yeah who do you become (laughs) and and if you're not content and peaceful and happy Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna say grateful because that is the number one absolute key yeah gratitude for what is when Mm -hmm. you're in a state of gratitude it's really hard to it's like impossible yeah you you can't really be uh unhappy if you're grateful like you can be doing anything and be grateful and 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 feel the sense of freedom I, i feel like gratitude and freedom really go hand in hand because gratitude teaches you that nothing is entitled to you and that the fact that you're even here alive in this body getting to look out of your own eyes and view this existence like and to exist at all like to exist at all you we should be in awe of this yeah, in all of our other circumstance i need this i need that blah 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 it's it literally BS. gets tied up into we're ungrateful yeah it's all just layers of if i don't have this BS. i'm not happy i need this i need to you know and we can have aspirations that's what it's really interesting is you can I'm not saying, no, you should never have dreams or you can't aspire to do anything with your life. Definitely try to create your dream life, but also equally be unattached that if it doesn't happen, you're still going to be content Mm -hmm. or you are just as content as right now as you will be whenever you get Mm. quote unquote there. Nothing's literally going to change within Mm. you except for your external scenery. Mm. Yeah. And how many cases do we know? There's so many endless cases of people that have gotten it all. Let's look at uh, Jim Carrey. He's a classic example right now. You know, he loves to tell everyone like, you guys, I wish everyone would get famous, rich and have everything they want and realize that it's nothing. You know, he's, he's quoted as saying that so much. And it's like, why? Why is he saying that? Because he's trying to tell everyone like, you'll get there. Like I actually just said, whatever it is you're trying to get. And you'll realize that nothing technically changes because it's all in us. It's all, if we don't change internally, you'll still feel like something's wrong, something's missing, and that you still got to go chase something else now. And we'll still feel Dude, like it's a, cycle. it's a cycle of desire. And this is what, this is what all spiritual, you know, and yoga teaching is about. It's about <laughs> this 
non-attachment. You know, um, the Bhagavad Gita is a great example um, of this teaching of have effort, right? And I think the, the Yoga Sutras talk about this too, right? Have, what did you say? It was like um, something about Viagra. Have like, effort in equal amounts of unattachment to mm-hmm, the results. So mm-hmm. abhyasa mm, and right, vairagya yeah. exactly. is effort. Do the effort, you know, participate in life, but be non-attached to the results. The attachment is what gets us all wound up. Be happy in the process. Be fulfilled in the process. So how does this tie to addiction is if you have an addiction, you the way to notice it is what happens when you don't have it. Because most of us are not aware that we mm-hmm. even have addictions. Mm-hmm. You're be, like maybe listening to this and, and wondering like, like, I'm not addicted. I'm to not addicted to anything. It's like, no, you, everyone but, is. But you can, think, <laughs> about, yeah, you can <laughs> think about what are the things that you think you absolutely yeah. have to have in your life. And if they were taken from you, you would be challenged with, extreme discomfort yeah you would be uncomfortable and they could be subtle guys it could be like if i don't get my coffee in the morning um i'm usually pretty pissed off like i know people i have to and and do you Um, go out of the way to get it yeah and do you go out of the way you're like i have to have it um i have an addiction to surfing sometimes yeah you know sometimes i get it see it's funny but it's like dude this is the example sometimes if i don't go surfing i get like irritated and mad and like that's not okay what the heck like that shows that I have a weird attachment to it. There's something about it that I'm attaching like magic. Well, if I go surfing, like I'll be free and it shows like this and this and this. Do you have but then to I have... usually get in the water and I'm like, Kate, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I'm here now. You're still don't feel comfortable. So that didn't matter. You know, do you have your, what's your thing? Do you have to have a drink when yeah, you do get I have off to have work. a drink? And if you don't do you, have it, do I need you're to have sex every day? Do I need my Ugh. wife to look at me a certain way? Do I need to be desired? If I'm not desired, do I not feel loved? Do I not Ugh. feel good? Slow down. <laughs> so that's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. That see, this goes so deep because so me and Matthew got to a point where we're like everything, we're like questioning and we're like, holy crap, do I need this or else I don't feel satisfied? And one of the ones we figured out was desire. Do I need to be seen and people to find me attractive or else I don't feel alive or, or loved, loved mm-hmm. and uh, or this atta- or worthy and this attachment to not getting attention or to getting attention and as soon mm-hmm. as we moved out to Hawaii there's nobody around <laughs> yeah. and we didn't even know this was an issue. You're not gonna see. No one's gonna see you. No one's gonna see you. <laughs> or give a crap. Yeah. We are out here, guys. So being unattached to disappe- disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an interesting one that we found out. But these are the things you have to ask yourself: What are you motivated by? That's mm-hmm. that's a good way to find out where your addictions and your attach- attachments are. Because mm-hmm. are you motivated to? To be liked by other people, to be seen, yeah, to be you, flirted. What do you go subtly do out you of your way? Alcohol, or do maybe you need... really obviously out of your way. And then this leads to pornography because mm-hmm. um, Matthew has been so brave in sharing his experience with overcoming pornography addiction. And the reason we figured out it was an addiction is because when we first moved in together, obviously Matthew wasn't going to watch pornography because he's living with his girlfriend, potential wife. And 
um, I would notice him getting really frustrated and irritable for literally no apparent reason. Yeah, like, she would never know why. Never know why. We'd be having knew. a great day. I knew. And he would just be like... Because I'd be having a gnarly craving. He'd I'd be, be like, like frustrated, really, yeah. snap at me, be yeah. really rude. And I'd be like, what yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. And he and didn't even know. It. Yeah, I would You usually, didn't even know. Well, I did. I just couldn't tell you. Oh, I thought you didn't so understand I would blame that's it where on, it was coming no, from. No, no. I, I think everyone... I think everyone... Deep down, sub, you know, we all know what is truly bothering us. We just usually don't want to admit it. Okay, right? so you finally got that, though. You, I was like, what is going on? Because it Eventually, was... we got to a place where I was comfortable enough to say, I'm just having cravings. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, because this I was want, a new I want. I need this outlet. Concept. Like, I felt like I needed to... Um, because, you know, let's get a little bit into, more into pornography since so many people are writing about it. And asking so uh, something to elaborate on that I haven't mentioned in the other videos is that pornography is an escape it's escapism okay and part of why men or or women whoever you know whoever's viewing pornography is in my opinion what what really it's all about is the the reason why it's so attractive is because it allows you to surrender to something and escape your problems for that time that you're viewing it and and this is any addiction that's why people drink too right to escape the current situation and the, the problems feeling, yeah. we want to feel better or and numb by yeah and by numbing and dropping into something that consumes your mind then you don't have to think about your problems for a while that's why people become alcoholics because they eventually realize like well if i just keep drinking then my problems will stay away yeah, so i'm just gonna reality. stay drunk forever and then before you know it they're a genuine alcoholic that drinks when they wake up and all day and every day and then they're on the street right so in the same way pornography is a it's such a uh massive heroin hit you know it's uh in in one of my videos online if you want to learn more about the uh the biological effects that are happening uh, i'll summarize it as this is pornography is like taking cocaine or heroin in the brain what it does to our brain is a floodgate of neurotransmitters that just lights the brain up and freaking blows it away. Like, it's so powerful, you guys. It's not to be messed with because you have to understand that biologically, our ancestors saw a naked person like once in their life. One person, and it was rare. You understand? So it was like a big deal. And so your brain, biologically, that was supposed to be a massive like go event. Mate. Yeah, that was supposed to be a massive event. Okay, like, whoa, that's a naked person. Go mate, go make a child. And like, okay, done. And like, that didn't happen very often. Okay, and to go from that, thousands of years of that, okay, to now all of a sudden, it's just readily available and it's like click 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 another one another one are you kidding me the brain's like boom 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 so this is a massive 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 drug overdose okay you have to understand that pornography is a freaking drug overdose it yeah. is biologically a heroin freaking rampage yeah and it's just as hard to it's quit it's just as, as hard heroin. to quit as heroin and cocaine because not because of the thing you guys not because of not because of the porn itself. It's not the. It's not whatever you're looking at that's so hard to get over. It's the what it's doing to our brains. Yeah, it becomes a addiction it, just like heroin. And being your partner, it, I, part of 
the overcoming this addiction when they're serious and severe like this is I had to be compassionate and understand, you know, what was going on physically so that I could have compassion because mm-hmm. my feelings in the could get she made hurt. It, she made yeah. it about, well, what do they have that I don't, you know, sure. classic. Why do you want to do everyone's this? Everyone's always writing, you know, and saying that. It's like, well, how do you deal with your partner doing it? It's like, well, first thing is you got to understand it's not it's personal. It's a literal, physical It's not about you. It's not about, it's, it's the addiction that's the problem. It's not what they're looking at. It. And Matthew, in the deepest part of this addiction, I had to be like, he's so trapped. And I had to have mm-hmm. deep compassion because he was sad by how trapped he was and he literally could not get out of it he needed a lot of help to get Mm -hmm. out of this cycle Mm -hmm. and And when he would come off of it and not look at it he had withdrawals just like a drug addict depression Mm -hmm. snapping anger anger, frustration yeah short temper all of that everything you know that a heroin addict would go through when they're coming off a drug he had to endure and And, i had to have deep compassion for triggers You know, like you guys, like if you're going through this, you have to just understand what you're going to have to go through. Like I could be watching a show and if there's accidentally like a sexy scene that comes through, I'm like, damn it. Boom. Trigger. Because here's the funny thing. Like imagine a a heroin addict or an alcoholic trying to quit and drinks and heroin are suddenly popping up all around them. Well, with sex... It's so prevalent in that our it's, media, it's yeah. in our media that it's very hard to get away from, you know. And so it's kind of harder in a lot of ways because, you know, if you're a heroin addict or something or cocaine, those things, you know, you kind of got to put yourself in those situations to be around. Whereas sex comes into your home and around you all the time, every day. You go into public and someone can be dressed a little bit risque and you're like, damn it. And then, you know, you're like triggered to, you start to have the craving again. It's everywhere. And it's everywhere. And so, and so to add to that is then you got to deal with triggers. Like I would get frustrated and actually be like, whoa, 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 what just happened? I'd be like, well, um, we were scrolling on Instagram and I just saw that picture and shit, it just triggered this whole flood. And now I'm like, oh, and a, or, a deeper, or we were watching that movie and then that, that scene came on. She's like, okay. And okay. a deeper thing is that you have to remember that this all started because it was a demonstration of you proving that you could do whatever you want and you weren't mm-hmm. bound by these rules. Mm-hmm. Then- so you felt like, you know, this was a demonstration of your freedom, freedom because you grew, you grew up, you know, this porn is bad, sex yeah. is bad. Well, yeah. And so you were like, well, I'm going to do a definite whatever I yeah. want and I'm free because I'm doing that. And that and literal that, belief, that little shit enslaved me, literally entrapped you because yeah. now you're so addicted that if you don't have it, you're mm-hmm. not happy. And what I used to say is like, if anything takes away your moments, you're now meaning If you're just sitting around with your family and your brain is telling you to go get something or daydreaming about your addiction Mm. or when you're going to get it next. Mm. And think about all the time your addiction steals from Mm. your present moment. It's really sad. Because if you're constantly thinking about how you're going to get your fix, fix. whatever your fix is, whether it's traveling, whether it's making money, whether Mm -hmm. it's drinking, whether it's watching porn, whether it's escapism, Mm -hmm. social media, whatever it is, if you're getting stolen from your present moment because you are thinking about how to serve your next fix, yeah, your cravings, your addictions, your desires, Mm -hmm. then it's got you. You're not Mm -hmm. free. 
You yeah. are the last thing from free. Yeah. Even if I'm sitting there fantasizing about my next time going surfing. Freedom is it's not... It's still taking me out yeah. of the present. Freedom is not getting everything you want. Freedom is not needing. Boom. Freedom is not getting everything you want. Freedom mm-hmm. is not needing. Anything. Wherever you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. And that be is... here now, present with your life. Freaking mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> like... This is your life right now. There's nothing to get, nowhere to go. You don't need anything. You don't need a fix. You don't need to change, aspire, and be completely present with yeah. what's going on. And and these we're mixing now addictions to goals and addictions to it's all stimulus, similar, but it's all but similar. they're all addictions. Yeah, and and I think in our Western culture, this is our this is our collective meditation you know this is the western meditation that we all need is to actually just sit with not having what you want i think that's our our biggest challenge is because we're so brainwashed we're so conditioned to push and acquire and acquire and consume and consume and get 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 it's very it's a very get driven culture so I think for the Western culture, our biggest struggle and the way we need to find happiness is to actually surrender to maybe meditate on not getting it. And I'm going to do everything. I may work my whole life and I may still never get it. And I need to be okay with not that. Not even not I'm okay with that, but I am so I need to be happy so, for what is. I, I still am need to be not only now. that, but completely blissed out. However happy we want to be when we think we get the thing. Okay. Be that so now. just be it now. Just be it the whole time. That's the challenge. And it is a challenge, you guys. We're not saying this is easy. And it doesn't have to be about money. It could be about, anything. like oh, for anything. me, it was escaping. Yeah. I, you guys, I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I'm she a conspiracy was. theorist. So <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had all kinds of conspiracies about the, why she was trapped. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole system, dude. Yeah. Like we got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I wasn't going to be happy until I thought I had accomplished that. Mm-hmm. And that was the exact same thing as everything I thought I was trying to get away from, just using a different attachment. Yep. Sometimes spirituality can become the attachment. Spirituality! That's, it's an escape. Thank you. It's an escapism. That's one of mine too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally attached Sometimes to that. Sometimes we escape reality through our religion or through our spirituality because we don't want to look at what's making us uncomfortable in, say, the worldly world. You know, like in, in the world, we separate, we start to compartmentalize the two and we start, you know, there is a possibility of using spirituality as a way of escaping your real problems. So yet again, um, you know, I would do that. I, I would be that. like, I have to read my spiritual books and meditate or else I'm not happy. Yeah. So you see how tricky this starts yeah. to get. I did know? that yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. and then being around people that weren't doing that drove me nuts because I was like, yep. they're not awake enough so and it, I got to get out of here. And it's like, dude, it's still, it's still <laughs> attachment. You're just attached to a different thing. Now they're, you're yeah. saying they're attached to their lifestyle and you want to escape it, and but you're, you're just your attached, attached is, to yours. You're saying your attachment is better. Yeah, my, my attachment's better right. than your attachment. I still like, had so, I still do. I mean, I'm working on them, but it's mm-hmm. to be aware of this is the key because it's like, dude, no. None of this is the truth because we are already deeply fulfilled and whole. Every we moment. are whole beings right here, right now. It no is all perfect. What. And all of this needing, needing, needing is the not truth. 
And uh, just, it's not ours. None of this is ours. And we, if we're not grateful, if we have this sense of entitlement, which is essentially when we think we need to have things to make us happy and content, like we're entitled to this life. It's like Mm -hmm. we have a total misunderstanding and interpretation about what's going on here. It is a freaking miracle that I am even having this in-body experience right now. And that is, that is the moment. Like no matter this what is happens. the a miracle. This is the amazing thing. Like be present and see with your eyes and, and feel with your body the truth of what's going on right now. Like, do you remember coming into this body and, and coming to this planet and choosing to be alive? It's like, let's not forget the miracle. Like just take it all in and be grateful. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to get. You don't need anything. Yeah. And it's really far out. You know, you really have to just surrender and it's all, you know, it's so ego driven. You have to really let it go and be like, I'm not owed anything. And this is, none of this is mine. I don't even know how I got here. I'm just going to be grateful for I'm whatever's just happening. Be I'm just grateful for the ride. that I'm, I exist. And, and if you, you know, the irony is if you have a deep spiritual practice, you know that, um, that it's infinite. So just go along for the ride. Yeah, and I was going to say that like, the term the, is passenger is, consciousness. Yeah, passenger. Just just enjoy the ride and know that it's all temporary anyway. Yeah. So don't get so hung up on it because even if you get all this, it's a blink of an eye yeah. in your eternal existence. So what really would it matter? Yeah. So if you have a spiritual, deep spiritual practice, it actually should just make this stuff even more uh, temporary, you know, more like fleeting and just it, it, spirituality helps us be more grateful by seeing the bigger picture. Um, when I was raised, it was, it was called the eternal perspective. If you keep eternal perspective, things we stress out about are not worth it. The, the misery and the dissatisfaction comes from trying to be the driver. We're not the driver, guys. We didn't create this earth. We didn't pick our bodies. Like mm. none of the mm. external environment is controlled by us. The ego wants to convince us so bad that it has all that this control. control. But truly, we're going to feel free when we decide to have passenger consciousness and we're just along for the ride looking out the window wherever we go yeah, there try, we are we're sitting in the back seat of the car like, and wow. we're trying to drive it when we're not the driver yeah just look around all just, you can control is wow. how you look at out the window yeah. i can look out the window and be like it's long this Crap. sucks get me out of here me, yeah get me out of this car damn it change where we're going that's the addiction and attachment and it's like no man like you don't get to drive just be just in sit awe. back there and shut up and enjoy be in and it's awe. like if you look at life that way and you see it as passenger consciousness you see it as um you know you're just the only thing we have control over is how we view what mm-hmm. we're experiencing so yoga <clears throat> yoga is excuse me <clears throat> Yoga is, um, that's the whole purpose. Mm -hmm. It's not about anything else other than coming to this realization, self-realization, realizing the ultimate self, the true self, the Atman that is divine, connected to all that is already whole, already perfect. When I say already whole, what does that mean? It means you don't need to add anything to it. It already is its wholeness. It is everything. There's nothing it needs anymore. It is the the whole shebang. It's the mm-hmm. it's the big cake. It's the ultimate sense of happiness and fulfillment that we all are seeking. So yoga's purpose is to 
let go of everything that distracts us from this true self, this contentment, this mm-hmm. peacefulness, this this contentment now. That's the whole purpose of yoga. The yoga is an undoing. It's a letting go of everything we think we need. That's mm. ident- our identity, our desires, our mm. attachments. Yoga is an undoing so that we can come to this realization that, wow, once I let all of that go, I realize that I'm a big ball of energy, happiness, peace, love, contentment. It was all already here, but I had buried it with all of these beliefs, all of these needs, mm. all of these layers. So we're and, taking away those layers. And it's, and it's infinitely freeing it's the epitome of freedom because you realize that you have conquered this world you are not bound by by circumstance and this is the jesus moment right where i forgive you for you know not what you do like i am being whipped and killed for just simply loving and i'm not resisting it and i'm just like you just don't understand i still love you because you just don't know and that is full transcendence, you guys. Every enlightened teacher, you know, Jesus is such a pinnacle example, but every enlightened sage taught a similar way. You know, most of them, you know, were threatened to be killed. They just, they just maybe weren't as public as, as Jesus. So he's just a good example of like ridiculous circumstance, right? Absurd circumstance, because all he taught was love and innocence, but the people of the time saw it as a threat. So... In the same way, every enlightened teacher, though, is saying, I have overcome the world through overcoming circumstance. The world does not affect my inner state. And that's why we call them enlightened. the inner work. Because they have become self-realized. They have realized their true self and therefore are no longer affected by the world. They're above the world. They're They're transcendent. They're transcendent. They are in it but not of it yes. they are no longer attached to it and that is what the inner work is all about that is what self-realization is all about that's what yoga's that's goal what we're is trying to do here we're trying to it's to transcend, transcend and go beyond the human attachments so what can we do go beyond suffering we can in the moment realize first thing is to yeah realize and our, have awareness what our own addictions and attachments are and, Absolutely. and we you gotta said know. The, the first thing is if you don't have it who do you become do you go out of your way to get it? Mm-hmm. Do you think you can't be happy without it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. Call it by any name. It's all the same. Do you think that it's going to give you something? Yeah. Do you think it's going to... Do you attach happiness to it? Do you attach fulfillment to yeah. it? Yeah, and do then... Do you attach success to it? Because that's also going to be a hidden yeah. agenda. And then from there, once you call them what they are, your path your inner work to become truly free is not to go get it and to make it happen and also not to like quit everything you're doing too don't think like well i'm attached to success so i need to fail no no no, it's not necessarily it either don't get crazy on us yeah it's just if you're deeply attached and you think you need it to be happy Mm -hmm. the real challenge and inner work is to start to let it go yeah internally 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 guys is to let it go and 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 i love the um mantra i think i've said this almost in every podcast maybe is neti neti and in and in yoga that's that's a mantra we can repeat to remind ourselves not this not this like not mine not mine like everything we think we are everything we think we need when we're getting any emotions anger sadness um regret 
all of these things of not getting what we think we need and thinking what we want, that the mantra is neti neti, not this, not this, not mine, not mine. It's not mine. Let it go. I don't need this. Let it go. Mm. Let it go. Let it go. Mm. Let it go. Let go. I let go. I let go. I let go. This is the work. Yeah. And the ultimate, the ultimate, um, villain, shall we say the ultimate challenge is fear. Cause all these, all these emotions, all these attachments all stem from fear. They all stem from ego, uh, desire and desire's root is is fear because if i don't get this i'm lacking well that's a fear right so all of this comes down to we have to face our fear guys of not having what we want and uh that is uh, ironically but quite, the the, quite the challenge the, but it is ridiculous to realize that you, you don't you need it breakthroughs yeah start with little things start with the silly coffee or the surfing like that's what i did like we start with silly things don't start trying to tackle a 15 year long pornography addiction right away like you know work into this stuff and have support first have a system go through it and find what works for you start replacing it with healthy um healthy uh uh, different approaches, you know, and, and work on um, addressing it and becoming super aware first. And then gradually, just one day at a time, we just keep making progress towards bigger and bigger uh, attachments. You know, it's a process. How long it's a life work. have you had not had any pornography? You don't look at it. And then how long has it been since you haven't even had an urge? Like you're like, I'm over it. I don't or did you always still have it? I think the urges still come and go randomly. Um, it's not as frequent anymore, though. It's been like, I don't know, what is it, like a year and a half now? Yeah. Um, and it's been like four years off and on of trying to quit. Right. You know, like I would go, I would do really good. I would go like a month and I'd be like really proud of myself. And then I would have like a, a relapse or something. So it's been a year and a so half and the urge the has urges, become... The urges definitely go away. Yeah, because like, you start to build self-discipline. And this is what's interesting about desire and how you make progress here, guys, is as you get good at this, this is why I was saying kind of gradually build up your um, momentum, shall we say, is as you build this self-discipline to have control over your desires, you start to feel more and more free. And therefore, the self-discipline becomes more rewarding than giving in. I'm so glad you said the word discipline because in yoga, it's there's... A common theme that one of the highest forms of freedom is actually mm-hmm. self-discipline. Yeah, my favorite quote that I've ever come across is the highest form of freedom is self-discipline. Self-discipline. And that is the most ironic thing for me because in my life, I said that disciplined people were ridiculous. Yeah. I resisted all of that and, 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 and pushed against it. And it's so funny to have come full circle, guys, because I did all of that. I did the rebellion. And... Now to have come full circle, it's hilarious because it's like, holy crap, all the concepts of discipline and bridling your passions and mastering yourself that I thought were took stupid. Took on a whole new meaning. Took on a whole new meaning because I'm like, oh, geez. Because it and was true. the reason that the, those concepts felt like they were a trap for you at the time is because you had a misunderstanding. A misun- no and that's what I, that I was way. trying to say about mm-hmm. when you said, oh, the Mormon church made me feel this. And I said, no, 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 let's correct that. It's a misunderstanding because you were doing it I, for the wrong motives. Yeah. So when you first were told, don't do this, don't do that, 
you did not choose this from within yourself yeah. because you knew that true freedom was to have no desire. Yeah. You were doing those rules because you were Don't simply blindly following yeah. a rule without any self-motivation. And that is what made you feel like you were trapped yeah. and you wanted to rebel. When you realized these things for yourself and they became more of a, I want to move beyond these mm -hmm. because I am self-motivated to be free inside mm -hmm. of myself. I don't want anything outside of myself to rule me. Yeah. No desire for this, wanting that, needing this. You realize I shouldn't need anything to be free. That was self-motivated to have discipline and that's what made you feel free. Yeah, and I think if you're a parent or a teacher, like when I would talk kids, I try to teach them this too, is there's a different way to go about teaching this, guys. Because for me, well, how I was taught, I think how most people were taught in our generation didn't work because it was too focused on what you're not supposed to do. And here's what, Following based on what Ashley just said, thing. is an important way of, of changing the dialogue. If a teacher would have come to me and said, and put, put, said the same rules, but watch how we change it. Be free and overcome your challenges by going beyond your desires so that you can truly be your most full potential and powerful. Be a leader by transcending your issues. Be self-disciplined because you are free and powerful. Nothing controls Nothing you. Nothing controls you. If you would have told me that as a young kid, I'd been like, F yeah, man, freaking yeah. Like I'd have been jacked on that. But instead, how was I taught? Don't do that. Don't Just do because. this because it'll make you weak. Don't do this. Don't do that. Just like I'll follow the rules, Matthew. And and I would always be like, but why? And no one had the, the depth to be like, because you'll be enslaved. You know, like because you will be lost to your, your passions. Your, you will not be in control. But if we teach our kids and we teach each other and we teach ourselves that it is about becoming your full potential, suddenly it it makes it look completely different. When you have that urge, you go, wait a minute. I am going to choose not to do this. Not because I'm just not supposed to. And because I, I was told, to. but because I want to, because I want to show my power. I'm going to not look at porn because I want to demonstrate my power. My freedom. I want to demonstrate how free I am. I know I can go look at it, but I'm not going to. Yeah, because I know I could go get these cravings, but I'm not going when to. When you give into them you're not demonstrating freedom of choice you're obeying your desires who are telling you go get it go get it go get it go mm -hmm. get it and you're obeying right. and you it's disguised as you have freedom of choice but you actually don't that's the con you're obeying that's the you're con. obeying your desire because you can't go without it mm -hmm. when you say no to the ego's little golem like we always say we always mm. call the ego golem you guys like ever seen lord of the rings yeah. and there's like golem and he's like that is totally, that is totally and he's all like ego. obsessed he even kills himself pretty much because he's he, not yeah, pretty much he does he, he kills does. himself for the ring he's so obsessed i need mm. it i need it and i need that's it what the ego it's yeah a, it's a you know that's when you the obey golem you're not free like that you're you're twisted you're if you think that you yeah. are totally trapped mm -hmm. so telling golem no and demonstrating that is your self-mastery because you're consciously choosing that and yeah. nothing has control over you. Yeah. And this is all internal, you know, it's so, all internal. This is a trip and um, we've been wanting to talk about it because pretty much, like I said, this is... It's the root of all inner work. All know? inner work, all yoga. We built, you know, our foundation and our relationship on this and we're mm -hmm. 
we find out addictions we didn't know we had still mm-hmm. all the time. We're all like, the time. oh, wow, I didn't know I thought I needed that to be happy. And then we work mm-hmm. through it. And, and the more we let go of what we think we need, the happier and more free we become mm-hmm. each and every and day. more consistent. We're not free and happy because I finally moved to Hawaii and we're working remote. Like, right, exactly. There's plenty of crap going on here, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. There's plenty, <laughs> There's of, plenty issues. of work and issues. And uh, they, they don't, you don't escape them. You never escape it, guys. But what has changed is, you know, four years in of inner work. And we, you know, deeply had this desire to, to be here, but when we gave that up and we finally got here, it, it's a, it's different. You can aspire to have things without needing it. Like I'm totally prepared to have things taken from me now. Like I, I'm, I, I wake up every day knowing like I'm not entitled to any it's of this and I could have to go back to a different situation and I will work on being content, content always, no matter where I am. Like that's my work. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not about getting what you want and we're, we're constantly doing this. And if, if, if we look free and we look happy, it's not because we're getting what we want. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, Don't misunderstand it's it. Cause be- we do have a lot of people who write us and say like, your life is so like beautiful. No wonder you're so happy. Like you're in Hawaii and you guys seem so free and you have each other. And it's like, okay, th- these things are of note. You're right. Like it's worth noting, but also don't, don't attach the circumstance to why it's not we the feel circumstance. We look free. We have plenty of issues. Like uh, we have more and issues here, I think, than we had than when we've ever had. Because it's forcing us to look. It's at hard. Everything. It's hard being out here mm-hmm. and and being remote. And mm-hmm. um, we have more issues now than we had when we when we thought we were in the life we wanted to get away from. So that's not. But we're happier now, and it's not because of circumstances. It's, it's because, because we're, so we're four years in of letting go of attachments. Yeah. And, and it's important <laughs> to know that that is the true secret to happiness. Yeah, and, it's a trip. It's a mm-hmm. trip. The trip, letting go, letting go, letting go, I'm letting go, I'm letting go. I'm not this, I'm not this. Over and over again, this is like all we can do. Mm-hmm. And Surrender who desire. knows what's going to happen with our circumstances because they're not indefinite. They're not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. They're not entitled to us. And anything can be taken from us in, in mm-hmm. the blink of an eye. And, mm-hmm. and you have to surrender. And surrender is the high, see here's the irony surrender is the highest form of freedom yeah and yeah. that is that is so opposite our thinking but it is the truth yeah I surrender like is the highest form of freedom and i do this with matthew all the time and this is a little bit morbid but it's it's true and i think we would we would benefit from doing this but i i get really emotional every time matthew leaves my presence because i have this really clear understanding that there will come a time where That's I will see Matthew time. for the last time. Mm-hmm. That will happen. It will happen in one one day. You know, to either one of us, yeah. right? There will come a time when one of us sees and the other never, for the last and time. You never know that. You're never gonna know when it is. Yeah. And I'm prepared for it to be that moment every freaking time. Mm-hmm. And because I'm prepared for it to be that moment every freaking time, I appreciate him so much and I look at him and I just love him so much because I know I'm not entitled to having more time with him. So I'm so grateful for every freaking moment I get. And if we can live like that in all things, we'll stop focusing on everything we don't have. Mm -hmm. And you will be amazed 
by the miracle of everything that you actually do have mm-hmm. that you just didn't see before. And you, no matter how intense your circumstances, guys, you will find the blessings. You will see what a miracle is because you're even alive to begin that with. you're even alive. Having there this experience. Is, there is always, 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 always things to be grateful for. Yeah, listen There's to your breath. excuse. Take a big breath in through your lungs and, and just imagine if they just stopped. Last mm-hmm. breath. Like, it's incredible thank you god thank you thank you thank you for every freaking breath that i am not taking on my own will it's Mm -hmm. just happening thank you so gratitude for all that is letting go of what we think we need finding true lasting contentment yeah and that is how we're free Mm. that is how we're free this is true freedom great gratitude and letting go Mm mm-hmm and humility and surrender. Over and over again. All day long. And every moment. Every moment. That's the practice. Ongoing practice. Let it go. Be grateful. Mm. Love you guys. Love you guys.